Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. This week on the Lazy Geeks podcast, Affleck looking to dip on on Batman, EA stops pay to win, female creator to replace Bendis, Power Pass gets paused, and the origin of Black Friday. Wonder Woman not strong enough against the Force. Game gifting is a thing for Microsoft. Morbius is coming to Sony, and Adobe Im- Adobe <laughs> improves scans for documents. <laughs> I'm Stephen Vargas, and I'm Adam Riley, and this is the Lazy Geeks podcast. Welcome, everybody, to welcome, the Lazy welcome, Geeks. Welcome, 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 welcome <laughs> to the show, to the show. <laughs> welcome to the Lazy Geeks podcast, our weekly podcast that discusses top news from the world of entertainment, gaming, comics, and technology. This is for the week of November 18th, 2017, and uh, good Thanksgiving week to you all. Yay. For everybody outside of the United States, happy Thursday. <laughs> They always forget this is an American holiday only, except for Black Friday, because uh, apparently that's spilling out overseas Listen, now. We've infected the other countries now. If it's an American holiday, it's a global holiday. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you hear screaming, it's actually not my children. Um, there are kids outside, and they're feral, so they just scream <laughs> all the time. So, better be yeah. care. They may spray on you, you know. Right. <laughs> Jesus. I actually told the parent real quick. I told the parent outside. Um, it's like, oh, my kid just goes outside and just screams and screams. I don't know what's wrong with them. And I go, uh, you could watch them. <laughs> and she well, looked at me like I was a piece of shit. <laughs> that's what you're like. Well, that's what you get when you soundproof your house. That's right. <laughs> and they can't hear the kid screaming. Like, look, I can't hear it. Yeah. So you know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, so really quickly, because we're going to do an episode on this next month, uh, for the cheap seats, Justice League. I dug it. I love that fucking movie. I, I dug it a lot. It was, uh, it's, it's to just kind of tell you how I think about it. I want to see it again. I want to see it several times. 
<laughs> like, seriously, I really liked it. Right. I really liked it. Yeah, I did like, too. I mean, it was one of those that I, I came out of the theater going, wow, I really enjoyed that movie. And I really want to see that again. And uh, I feel that they made a movie that was as good as the Avengers. It's my opinion. I don't want anyone crying. Good as the Avengers, but still was different too. Like had a different style to it. Um, and that's good. You know, it stands out a little bit. But that fucking movie was bananas good. I thought everybody did really well in their in their roles. Aquaman is playing Jason Momoa. That's right. What that, that's what we've. I know we've talked about this before, but this, this is it's solidified now. He, he did a really good job. Aquaman. He did a good job. Yeah. Um. And yeah, Ezra Miller, who played the Flash, was fucking stole hilarious. It. He stole that shit. Like he was so fucking good. <laughs> I didn't um, hear anything past. He said, "We're all gonna die." <laughs> right. There's scenes I want to talk about, but there's big spoilers in them, so I'm, I'm gonna leave it out. But um, when we talk about it on that on that fucking cheap seats. Oh yeah, it's spoilers. Oh, that's the right. Lore. Um, what else? Uh, Cyborg, I thought Dope. was great. I thought he he did a really great job. The way the interaction was between and and the one thing is I've heard some reviews that said Batman was blah, or he didn't really have much. It's like Batman's supposed to be that way. Yeah. He's he's out of his element with these people. I would have been really weirded out. If just to combat that, they had him grandstanding and making these long speech. I would have been like, what the fuck? The, yeah. the Batman don't do that. You're not Captain America. You right. Know, Wonder Woman and Superman do that. He don't need to do Right. <laughs> While you were being a dick, I ran the calculation. <laughs> or being an asshole, I ran the calculation. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Danny Elfman did a great job with the score, I thought. You hear the snippets of 89 Batman and Superman in yeah. there. Um, I, I thought they did a great job retconning Superman. And I think I think he felt more of what he was supposed to be. Um, I, I dig that. I dig that. I'm happy with that. They uh, actually, um, and you might, some people might have missed this, but the movie starts right after Wonder Woman because yeah. she's in the same place that she ran to at the end of her movie, right? Which is which I thought was pretty cool. Um, and I'll leave it at that. But it it was uh, Gail Gadot, um was phenomenal as always um because i love her what (laughs) it was funny because i was doing a podcast today for uh, the extended play movie podcast with patrick and we mentioned uh gal gadot and he was just like oh and gal gadot (laughs) every time she comes on the screen like you're just like (sighs) i know like it isn't even it it is yeah it isn't even a creepy thing it's just you just feel better (laughs) You know about life in general. You're just yeah. like, oh yeah, just like ah, oh, she's she's amazing. She truly is an inspiration to us all. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> every night. <laughs> no, but aside from her being mind bendingly gorgeous, she she does an excellent job in the role, and um, I I feel like everyone got their play in it too. Yeah, yeah. Like, everybody, I thought everybody had their moment in the movie. My favorite was the tapping of the sword back to Wonder Woman. That was dope. That you know, um, and then when Cyborg takes off, and then uh, the Flash is like, "Did he just bail on us?" <laughs> <laughs> the um, the fight scenes were done really well too. Yeah. They were they were long. They were longer, not longer than they should have been, but longer than you would have expected them to be. And I love them for it. I like, like that Alfred got more play too. 
yeah, Alfred was in it a little bit more. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> the villain, I like the villain, but we have to understand what this movie's purpose is. The, the main purpose of this movie is to bring the team together. Yeah. So the villain is not – he's a one-dimensional villain. He has, he has one goal, and right. that's what he's going to do. What I've, yeah. I've, I, I was talking to my brother about this uh, after we saw this, which was Friday, um, was the, the problem with the, the villains and why people always talk about how the, the villains are always flat in a lot of these comic book movies is because the story isn't about the villains. It's about right. the heroes and their journey to try to – it's like Rocky. It's like a Rocky movie. You know, It's not about Clubber Lang or – um, Drago or any of them. It's about Rocky's journey to get to that point to to take them on. And that's right, even what... in, even in comic books, most villains there's some standouts, of course, but mm-hmm. most villains are just there as a means to an end. Right. The, the story is about the heroes. It's not about villains. Yeah. Obviously, there's some villains that people really like, so they flesh it out a little bit more. Yeah, but in this instance, it was about Batman getting the Justice League together and, and forming that. And if you haven't seen it yet, there are two. There's one mid credit and one post credit scene. So be sure those are actually pretty interesting. So be sure to stay through that. Uh, that meme still cracks me up of that face, you know, the eye roll, and it's like me to know that people. It's 2017, and people still get up before the credits before the right. credits of a Marvel movie. You know, um, my my one thing I want to say, um, you know, if you if you were on the fence, you didn't want to go opening weekend, um, and you're thinking, oh, maybe I'll see them or not. Don't don't read the the critics. Yeah. Be fake news, motherfucker. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but seriously, if you go to Rotten Tomatoes and Steve and I were discussing, you see the Rotten Tomatoes has two sides. We'll have the critic score and the audience score. The critic score is like thirty, but the audience score is in the high eighties. Mm-hmm. Like people are loving this fucking movie. Yeah. Don't 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 let a couple critics who are a little fucking getting paid by the mouse. I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? But there's a meme going out right now and I've seen this a few times and it's the first pull it up right now. It's um, one meme that has a, um, it has a shot from BVS. The other shot is justice league. And one of the BVS says too dark and pretentious. The justice league says light and fluffy. And then underneath that is a meme of from the notebook with Ryan Gosling yelling at, um, at uh, Rachel McAdams and over Rachel McAdams face says critics and the caption reads, what do you want? <laughs> right. And it, it's true because, you know, it's like everybody's like, you know, I it's and it's one of those things where it's like Marvel's been doing the same thing all the time and everybody's cool with it. But the DC fans, too, are just like, what the fuck do you guys want? DC, fa- DC fans are hypercritical. Um, and I'm saying that as one. Because I have an extremely critical eye, too, when it comes to this. But I also have the ability to just enjoy my fucking self and not freak out. But I went to Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the critics, 39%, average rating 5.3 out of 10. Then you go to audience, 85%, average rating 4.3 out of 5. So, I'm, I mean, I don't know what's going on. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Because aren't critics human beings? No. Right. So... Fuck these critics, dude. Don't don't worry about the critic. And but, you know, it's it's one of those things where I don't know what they're watching. Nobody knows what they're watching. And it's just one of those things of just like, okay, they obviously aren't just like out to not like this like these movies. They were even yeah. knocking the poster. 
the poster's boring. The poster's pulled directly from the comic. <laughs> directly. Like the art style of it, the, the the way they're formed, everything. Directly from the comic book. Like, And a lot of this movie, you'll feel like you're reading a Justice League comic book. We were talking about this before. It's so cool. It's just fun and fucking awesome. And I've been a DC fan since I was a kid. And I told Steve, I was like, is this is how... Is this how Marvel fans felt when the <laughs> Avengers came out? Because my heart feels like it's going to jump out of my chest. Oh, yeah. Like, it was fucking amazing. Yeah. If I was and, a kid, I would have cried. And that's the thing is, like, you know, everybody knows I'm, I'm a Marvel fan, but I've always been supportive of DC. Like, I'm not one of those Marvel fanboys like, fuck DC. No, I'm not that. That's never been me. Um, and, you know, I text Adam, like, the minute I came out of it, I'm like, you know, I used Aquaman's line. I was like, Justice League. I dig it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> great. Dressed it up was as, so you great. do dress up as a bat. I dig it. <laughs> and all the I was, char- I was expecting him to just go, can you dig it? Dig it! <laughs> all of them were done so well. Like, all of them. And, and it was, origin stories were intact for the yeah. most part. Some A little bit of modernization, but intact. They weren't dramatically changed. It was something that, that was something that did bother me, but I understood it in some of the Marvel movies where in order to fit the, the story, they they did change up a lot of those origins and um, and connection points. But it seems like DC's figuring out a way to keep it on the general course. Right. You know, so I'm I'm really enjoying that. Even Cyborg uh, was pretty spot on. Um I think the most the one that was most changed, I would have to say, Aquaman. But he needed it. He needed a little. He needed a refresh. Um, I like that with Batman. So, do you really talk to fish? <laughs> by the way, um, I will say this. This is a bit of a spoiler. It's not a dramatic one. Uh, Mira is is only in the movie for a little bit, but that that moment she's in it is nice. He's just like, <laughs> oh. She's sassy and pretty. Yep. Are they married? They didn't act like they were married. No, I don't think they are because he. I guess he's been gone for a little while. Because she's like, oh, he comes back. You know, was kind of that n- notion that I got. So I guess we'll find out in the Aquaman movie. But I did like I I did like how they did show how fucked up Batman can get <laughs> because yeah. he doesn't have any superpowers. <laughs> uh. He like dislocated his arm or something. I like how Wonder Woman's like totally like distracting him and then just pop. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised when she took her shirt off, but I mean whatever. Yeah, you know, it's no. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean when she was doing that running that train with Batman and Aquaman was a little weird and but I was like, Okay, you know what? Good direction. Good direction. And then Mira came in with the ball gag and just <laughs> shit got weird. <laughs> and Flash, of course finished a little too quickly but you know (laughs) (laughs) poor bastard (laughs) all right well Uh, all right so let's move forward we'll uh, talk about this in extent uh in chief seats episode that'll be coming in mid-december so get ready for that so that gives you guys all time to see it before you listen to that episode right so our main story this week will be about black friday but before that let's talk about i don't know Maybe some some headlines. You think? Should we, yeah. should we do some headlines? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. By switch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
as we always tell you, these stories are not endorsed by anybody, but these stories come to you from EA Access. <laughs> <laughs> so in entertainment news this week, there are times when I really want to give up about talking about Ben Affleck as Batman. It's been going on for a year now. Again, like many things Affleck says about his run as a cape, uh, excuse me, as a cape crusader, depends on the interpretation of the comment. The most recent comment came in an interview with USA Today when Affleck was promoting Justice League. Quote, the new Batman movies uh, being developed by Matt Reeves is something I'm contemplating, says Affleck. You don't do it forever, so I want to find a graceful and cool way to seg out of it seg out of it uh back in january affleck was slated to write direct and star in the batman the script was completed by jeff johns and uh deathstroke was going to be the villain however affleck went into rehab for alcohol related issues and dropped out of directing the story thus far since then the progress of the new batman movie has been slow going in february matt reeves was tapped to direct the movie he decided to toss out the original script and create one that was focused on his detective abilities since then things have been quiet on that front however the speculation of affleck will not do reeves's film is premature it's it is pretty clear that if Affleck wants to drop out of the new Batman movie, he would do so by now. Affleck has a great reputation with Warner Brothers, and they would want to make him happy. However, he does need them, too. With his directing career, he's been able to direct the films he wishes to, but it is a give and take. Quote, we certainly are in need of heroes in 2017, Affleck says. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world from natural to man-made disasters, and it's really scary. Part of our part of the appeal of this genre is wish fulfillment. Wouldn't it be nice if there was somebody who could save us from all this, save us from ourselves, save us from the consequences of our actions, and save us from the people who are evil? However, with Flashpoint slated to be the Flash's debut, this could be their chance. If Warner Brothers wants to make a change, that would be the time to do it. And rumors have been going out since uh, since this story was. Uh, published last week that um jake gyllenhaal may be a replacement for uh for ben affleck who is younger um but it'll be interesting to see flashpoint you know. <laughs> yeah exactly because i'm thinking well if you do that and it's after flashpoint then you're free to go <laughs> you know yeah you can do whatever you like yeah but but if if, I don't know. if flashpoint happens we called it here years ago when we did batman literally literally years ago yeah so respect okay respect <laughs> no but seriously we did um Just rolling so. <laughs> rolling right along in the dc train as it should be <laughs> even wonder woman has limited power against the force more like they don't wish to tempt fate during mm -hmm. the san diego comic-con this past summer it was reported that wonder woman 2 would debut on december 12 2019 however a lot has changed in the last few months and has shifted the date. The new date for the film will be November 1st, 2019. There's been an unsubstantiated rumor circling that Gail Gadot uh, reprisal of the character over the weekend. Blah, blah, blah. I'm reading this incorrectly. We have chosen not to discuss it since it came from a tabloid-ish source based on hearsay. However... Uh, Gadot had already signed on to reprise her role, and that would be hard to break. According to the Los Angeles Times, it seems that story 
was simply used to get clicks. According to the site, Brett Ratner's company, Rat Pack Dunes financing deal would expire in the spring of 2018 and was not expected to be included in the sequel. Some of you may wonder why the date was switched. Well, back in September, Colin Trev- Trevor Trevorrow. It's like they just added some row to Trevor. That's <laughs> yeah, all they did. That is it. Um, was dropped. It's like Ryan with the eye. Right. It's like, <laughs> stop it. Um, from directing Star Wars 9. Um, during their search for a new director, J.J. Abrams had decided to return, and the release date was shifted from its May date to December. This put Wonder Woman 2 in the crosshairs of the final Star Wars installment. Wonder Woman has immense power, but the power of the Force could be stronger. You're so clever, Steve. Sorry. <laughs> just want to say that. I was trying with, for Huffington Post, you know? Right. <laughs> with the film coming out in November at this point, there is zero competition for the film. Also, they would have nearly a month and a half to dominate the box office. Primarily, with Patty Jenkins and Gail Gadot returning, it should dominate the Box office for a great deal of time. Yeah, it will definitely dominate November. Yeah. Um, and this this is just a business move. I mean, it's smart to be yeah. honest. I mean, I, I think, I think your problem is that the same fans want to see Wonder Woman and the same ones want to see Star Wars. Oh yeah. So now now they're holding enough money to see one movie, and they're gonna go uh, <laughs> and they don't know what to see. Right. Um, personally, I would see Wonder Woman two over Star Wars nine, but that's just me. Um. It really de- depends on the individual. So now we can see both of them. Or you'd be me where you would go in, see Wonder Woman, and then turn around and go and then go right back in to see Star Wars. Yeah, I, I can't watch two movies in a row. I don't much. do it often, but sometimes if it's good enough, I will. I don't know. I, I've noticed that my hype for Star Wars has settled. <laughs> like, I still want to see them, but I'm not like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think... I'm I'm more excited that they said they they're gonna make a new main storyline. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm just Skywalker and friends. I think should end like end on a high note, but we're we're done now. I think <laughs> you only the ninth one movie. movie. You only made it it's, through one movie. What one movie? The one of the trilogy. The the, the second part of the trilogy comes out. Comes I'm just out. saying. I'm not saying they're bad movies. I'm just saying that you have three trilogies. Let's let's keep it moving. Okay, <laughs> let's let's do something different now. You know, the universe is rich. We don't have to keep following the same family. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. Moving on into gaming news. This comes from Polygon is reporting. Star Wars Battlefront 2 won't offer paid microtransactions in-game when it launches. Electronic Arts confirmed in a blog post that it has removed all in-game purchases for the time being, following a week of furious criticism regarding Battlefront 2 economy and progression system. Oscar Gabrielson, general manager and development studio DICE, uh, acknowledge widespread backlash of the game's economy at launch. Player feedback inspired the last-minute change he wrote. Instead of incentivizing players to purchase crystals in order to unlock ability upgrades and new characters, the game's progression system will allow players to unlock them at no cost at launch. However, the option to purchase cr- in- crystals in-game will return at an unspecified date, Gabrielson said. Quote, As we approach the worldwide launch, it is clear that many of you feel there are still challenges in the design. We've um, heard the concerns about potentially giving players unfair advantages. We've heard this 
it is overshadowing the other an otherwise great game. This is never our intention. Sorry we didn't get this right. We hear you loud and clear. We're turning off all in-game purchases. We will now spend more time listening, adjusting, balancing, and tuning. This means that the option to play uh, to purchase crystals in the uh, in the game is now offline, and all progression will be earned through gameplay. The ability to purchase crystals in-game will become available at a later time, only after we've made cha made changes to the game. We'll share more details as we work through this. We first noticed the microtransactions have been removed from Battlefront 2 shortly before the official statement's release. Although the in-game store still lists prices in crystals alongside loot crates, in selecting the option to buy more of the currency returns with a blank screen as Polygon found in the Xbox One version. Crystals are still listed for sale on the Xbox Store. However, on the PlayStation Store, however, um, however both the Battlefield 2 starter pack, which includes uh, 1,500 crystals and 4,000 crystal packs have been removed entirely. It's also been pulled from Electronic Arts Origin Store, which was used for the Windows PC version. The game, which has been mired in major controversy all week, is due out, well, was due out last week, November 17th. Uh, the late lead up to the game's release saw EA and DICE make drastic adjustments to Battlefront 2's in-game economy and in take to Reddit to ease players' concerns. The latter effort didn't go well for the company and resulted in the most downvoted comment in Reddit history. Battlefront 2 has been available in limited release on PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4 for several days. Basically, the big concern was pay to win. No. EA, you ain't slick. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, because I heard about like the loot crate and loot boxes, and I was like, I didn't even pay attention to it until I finally heard that it was like, yeah, it's all about pay to win, because you were buying these crystals, these loot packs, and in these loot packs, you would get crystals and things that could help, you know, you know your abilities or help, you know, get new costumes and stuff. Like that. But then there were others that gave you special, um, uh, special abilities, and that right. that was, it, it what was, was making people pissed. It was compared to Overwatch. So Overwatch yeah. has a loot box system, but the only thing you get in the loot boxes is cosmetic stuff. Yeah. Like you're not going to get anything that's going to raise stats or any special weapons or anything silly like that. Um, so yeah, it was, it was strictly a pay to win system. They, they knew exactly what they were doing. They're, they're EA. They're not fucking, they, this isn't their first game, you know, and they got caught with their fucking pants down. Yeah. You know, and I don't know why these game companies think that they're going to no one's going to catch it. Yeah. I mean, if you did it for, you know, if you did it like, oh, it's cosmetic, you can buy these to exchange them for, you know, you know, costumes or, you know, certain, you know, badges or things that you can put on your weaponry and stuff like that. Fine. Do that. But don't. And people will buy that, too. Yeah, it's been yeah. proven that people buy that shit. Yeah. But don't. I don't. But, yeah, but don't make it to where. Oh, yeah, if you really want to win, it's like you can do it if you go through the game and do it itself. But if you're one of those people that do that shit like Call of Duty and stuff like that, you're going to buy a lot of that shit so you can beat and, the game. And all the rich kids yeah. are going to be able to kick your ass because you work a nine to five and pay rent. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 ridiculous. Fuck EA. All right. I said it. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, this podcast was brought to you by EA Access. <laughs> <laughs> earlier today we spoke about gamestop canceling their power pass service days before launch probably wasn't today but earlier 
This game rental service was designed to be gifted to friends and family. While they may be a while that may be a bummer for some people, Microsoft has begin began begun offering game gifting to all Xbox One users. After testing earlier this year, Microsoft gamers will be able to gift games through the Microsoft Store. Users will allow friends to buy games for other others regardless of region, according to The Verge. Unfortunately, while game gifting is supported, transferring an existing digital game to a friend is not. I, I knew that wasn't going to be yeah. allowed. Essentially, you are not allowed to loan out digital games to friends. Apparently, game gifting was a highly requested feature by Xbox One fans. Yet, the Microsoft Xbox feedback site reports that nearly 5,000 votes over the past three years, while Steam offers game gifting, PlayStation 4 owners do not still have that luxury. Can't PlayStation 4 people um, share their game library? No. I thought they could. Mm -mm, not that I'm aware of. Uh, the only downside is that their feature will not arrive in time for the holidays. According to the report, it will be roll rolling out to Xbox One in the coming months, along with a new avatar system that should arrive on consoles earlier in 2018. I don't know why I'm so excited about the new avatar <laughs> system. I always thought their avatars You don't have much going speed, on in your life. Yeah. I don't. Um, <laughs> this is cool. I mean, um, this reminds me of Steam. So Steam has this ability, and I've actually used it um, both ways. I've, I've bought someone a gift, and I've received one, and it's it's very seamless. You know, it's you just buy it, and then there's a little drop-down that says, is this a gift, or is it for yourself? And then you just select it, and then if it's a gift, Is there a you... box that says, none of your fucking business? Right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. You just put their email in. I'm assuming in Xbox's case, you would put their gamer tag. Um, and then you bought it for them. And it probably just shows up in their in their library. So I, I think that's really cool. Um, and it's something that uh, it kind of fills the gap where you want to buy someone something, but they don't own physical copies. They only own digital. And you're like, ah. Eh. Um, and you're going to Microsoft's going to see a, a net gain with this anyway, because it's going to be so easy to buy. Like if you have a cousin or something that's birthday, you'd be like, "Fuck it, do 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 Battlefield." <laughs> you know what I mean? You just right. bought it for him. You don't even have to worry about it. Check your fucking library, bro. I dropped that gift. Oh, you know, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah. So that's dope. All right. Well, moving on into comic news, uh, CBR is reporting that the. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis will be leaving Marvel after 18 years for an exclusive deal for DC Comics. The prolific writer has been open as possible on social media as to what fans can expect from his current Marvel titles and upcoming DC projects. And while he is understandably can't share much, it appears Bendis has already picked the next writer to tackle Jessica Jones. While answering a fan's question on Tumblr regarding the fate of Bendis' characters, such as Miles Morales, Riri Williams, and Jessica Jones, he let it slip that he has already selected a writer to succeed him on Jessica Jones by saying that she's amazing. And his comment also reveals that he intends to leave behind, he intends on leaving behind the Jessica Jones comic after the current Marvel Legacy arc from the pre for a previously planned project that's no longer happening. While it's unknown what writer is set to take place, take on Jessica Jones following Bendis' departure, knowing that plans are already in place for the character, who um, who has been seen an uptick in popularity following the Netflix, Netflix series, 
should ease concerns for any fans that fear the title would be canceled in his absence. Bendis is currently writes for Invisible, Invincible Iron Man, Spider-Man, Jessica Jones, and the Defenders for Marvel. There's no official word as to when his multi-year DC exclusive agreement will begin. However, Bendis has previously confirmed he's still writing for Marvel through December. I, Bendis need to come over to the come over to the winning team playing around. He needs, right. he needs to make that uh, Justice League a, a winning team over there. That's, yeah. Can I can I get a what what? <laughs> for real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Sony. Good old Sony. Good old Sony. Is <laughs> trying to make their <laughs> Spider-Man universe a large one. However, with none of the current slate actually featuring him, it is hard to say how they will work together. While Sony currently while Sony's currently shooting Venom and a Black Cat and Silver Sable movie, add Morbius to that list of films. The Hollywood Reporter claims that their Morbius movie was being developed in secret. Ooh. Yeah, in secret because nobody really gave a shit. Right. In case you're unfamiliar with the character, here is a quick breakdown. Morbius is short for Dr. Michael Morbius, a biochemist who is who, who in an attempt to cure a fatal blood disease, injects himself with treatment serum uh, derived from bats. Sound familiar? Morbius is transformed into a creature with vampire-like traits, including super strength and reflexes and a thirst for human blood. He was originally presented as a foe from Spider-Man, though his later he later evolved into a Marvel anti-hero, which Marvel always likes to do. They really do like to do that. Yeah. They take villains um, and people, popular villains, and well, let's make them, uh, let's make them more heroish. That's what they right. do with Venom and Punisher. And then they're less popular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, before anyone gets too excited about it, you should know who wrote the initial script. The script was written by Burke Sharpless and Matt Sazma. Um, okay, you are probably wondering who these guys are. Here are some of the some of the films you probably skip on purpose. Power Rangers, Dracula Untold, The Last Witch Hunter, and Gods of Egypt. I actually thought Power Rangers was all right. It was kind of funny. It was a bad movie, but it was kind of. Um, yeah, this this is where you're, you face pop. Uh, Morbus, Morbius was created by writer Roy Thomas and artist Gil Kane and first appeared in Amazing Spider-Man number 101. That was the first issue not written by Spider-Man co-creator Stan Lee. And it was downhill from then. <laughs> with Sony's track record without Marvel, it is pretty clear that this film could suck. Not to mention, if it even gets off the ground. This is a very surprising character that they would turn into a film. However, vampires are not completely out of Sony's wheelhouse. Currently, the writers are show show running the Lost in Space reboot for Netflix. I'm actually looking forward to that because I always thought Lost in Space was funny. Um... <laughs> It's going to be bad, be though. It wasn't it's going to. I know, but you know. Um, well, maybe they just took these dudes because they wrote Dracula Untold and The Last Witch Hunter. <laughs> and like, I mean, well, whatever. It's a vampire, so I mean, this should work. Um, yeah, Morbius was such a weird choice. Yeah. You know, like it's. I think maybe Sony, because Sony has all the beasts, <laughs> the, the B list, <laughs> and Marvel has all the all the A plus. What's funny is that everybody goes, "Well, what's Marvel going to do when they sold off all their A list heroes and all they have is left with the B list?" Well, they did a lot. <laughs> so right. you know, 
let's see how they how they do with this one because Sony and Fox haven't really been smoking hot with their A-listers. So, all right, moving on I, to tech. Oh, go ahead. No, I just I um. What whatever they have Spider Man in it, I hope they don't make it shit. Because Homecoming was was an okay movie. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Too. It didn't wow me. Well, but it was, it was it was better than what they had. It, it definitely it put Spider Man where he should be in high um, school. <laughs> in high school and in the Marvel universe. Yeah, and he's too. He was too big of a Marvel character to not be in the Marvel. Oh yeah, so it made no so sense. Telling so telling that he was missing. Right. Yeah. All right, moving on into technology news. It was literally two weeks ago when GameStop announced their pass, their Power Pass program. It was slated to begin, well, this past Monday, but that all changed, according to The Verge. GameStop, and Adam previously mentioned, GameStop hey. has supposed to have a full launch on November 19th, uh, but they decided to put a temporary pause on the rollout of the new service. The company has not revealed a full reason for the halt, However, citing Kotaku, GameStop claims that the issues lie in their point-of-sale system, more like their current system not able to handle the new rental program. This was going to be a service that would have gifted that would be gifted to friends, which would impact their holiday sales. Anyone who already purchased the Power Pass will receive a full refund plus an additional used game for their troubles. There is no news as to when or if the service will return in the future. The original idea was that you would pay 60 bucks for a six-month period that allow you to rent any used game you wish, play through it, and exchange it for another. At the end of the six months, you would be allowed to keep one of the games you rented during that time. It is unfortunate for GameStop that they are halted due to the point-of-sale issue. However, depending on how problematic the issue is, it could uh, we could see it returning sometime in the new year, although the retail retailer would have hoped to cash in on the holiday season for people, for people to gift them. If you are a constant gamer, this would have been a good deal for you. I guess we'll just have to see and wait. Their point-of-sale system sucks, though. Yeah. I've been in there a lot of times, and it's they, either they can't figure it out or it isn't doing what it's supposed to be doing. <laughs> Most times it's probably not doing what it's supposed to be doing. <laughs> right. I've, and it's old you know. too. I've seen the screen. It's it's like an old prompt. It's, it's run good. on Windows 3.0. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd prefer DOS. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the same thing, but still. Yeah. Um, do you keep a lot of receipts, forms, pictures, and business cards on your mobile device? No, I leave them out for, in public for anybody to get. For three easy payments. No. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. But this news is still kind of cool. Adobe Scan has introduced a new feature that will help you locate documents on your device without scrolling through your picture gallery. The Verge is reporting that the app uses built-in optical character recognition as well as Adobe Sensei technology. Ooh. Hmm. The app is designed to turn those documents into searchable PDFs that you can share. It also works with Acrobat so you can add comments, signatures, and export them to Microsoft Office you are able to search by name or date. Using an iPhone or iPad, the Adobe Scan files can also be accessed through iOS 11's Files app. An Android person, uh, you can access these scans while you're offline. Okay. Adobe claims that it has improved image cleaning, so scans of documents with, folder, with folds will look cleaner. Adobe's Document Cloud subscriber... Uh, you can also edit and organize documents and digitally sign and send documents from any device. The app is available for free on both iOS and Android. 
I don't see why this is such a big deal. Hmm. Like, well, you know, people keep a lot of like, you know, you have business people that have to like, you know, do payouts and stuff like that, or you know, turn in business reports and stuff like that, so they can keep track of their stuff. So, you know, and if I mean, you take a lot use... of pictures of your food, you know, you're gonna get it's gonna get lost in there. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I just use um, Microsoft Lens. Like, if it's a receipt or a document, I use Microsoft Lens, and then I save directly to my OneNote. OneNote. Like, I don't know. People are weird. Well, you're special, aren't you? Do it the way I do it or you're doing it wrong is basically (laughs) what I'm saying. (laughs) What really is coming down. That's right. Well, what uh, I was just – this is nothing to do with your article, but I just noticed that when I logged into Skype, um, it told me if I wanted to – you know, in the settings page, it actually has HoloLens functionality. I was like, what? <laughs> that could so, babe, be that really just mean, weird. That just means your documents will pop out of the fucking sky. <laughs> Papa! You're like, oh, shit! <laughs> and right. I guess that I guess that would make sense not to have it in the gallery because you're scrolling through and all of a sudden, fucking that, them porn pics your homie sent you <laughs> or something. dick pics that you've been sending to oh, everybody shit. to show up. <laughs> all your side chicks are showing and they're like, oh, right. shit, you know? <laughs> just type, yeah you know what um if we could just get something that i could search by like you know business related that that would be a whole lot easier to save me a whole lot of trouble <laughs> right because <laughs> that's what it's all about in the end right all right so on that note it brings us to the end of the headlines So our main story tonight is Black Friday. It is the retail equivalent of going to the Rose Parade after drinking your sorrows of the new year the night before. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that long ago that the Christmas season didn't begin until the day after Thanksgiving. It was even a shorter time before that. Stores remained closed on Thanksgiving and allowed you to eat your year's worth of sadness in your aunt's radically suspicious pumpkin pecan pie. If you don't know what I mean, just ask your parents. In the last decade, we've seen a bigger push for people to start thinking about the holidays, i.e. Christmas shopping, on or around Labor Day. We've all seen those memes of people that put up their Christmas decorations the day after Halloween, also known as November 1st. Yet the push to recoup the previous year's sales on Black Friday has expanded from November up to until Christmas. Stores have even gone as far as opening on Thanksgiving Day to get people into their stores for deals. Keep in mind that lately Black Friday sales are full of people buying things for themselves instead of for others. You know, the most selfish day of the year comes right after the day that we're all supposed to give thanks for the things we have. I am thankful for this Xbox One that I had for the last year until at least this uh, until I leave this feast so I can go and get an Xbox One X at a discount price. Many people think Black Friday has been around since the dawn of time. It didn't become known as the biggest shopping day of the year until the 1980s. The earliest known use of Black Friday was refers to the day after Thanksgiving occurred in the journal Factory Management and Maintenance for November 1951 and then again in 1952. And here it referred to practice of workers calling in sick on the day after Thanksgiving to have a four-day weekend. You know, some shit never changes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 50 years we've still been doing that shit um interestingly enough thanksgiving day's relationship to christmas shopping has uh led to a controversy in the 1930s retail stores would have liked to have a longer 
uh, shopping season, but no store wanted to break with tradition and be the first one to start advertising before Thanksgiving. Where are those people now? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Right. And keep in mind, too, in the up before, I think it was 1940-something, uh, Thanksgiving didn't have a, a fixed holiday. It wasn't until uh, Roosevelt created yeah. the second Thursday in November to be Thanksgiving. It was considered, uh, in 1952, it was considered the beginning of the Christmas shopping season, and many retailers began opening early to kick it off. It is commonly referred to as the busiest shopping day of the year, which is a bit, a bit of a misnomer. It is usually the fifth or tenth busiest shopping day. The last Saturday before Christmas is usually the number, it takes the number one spot. However, Black Friday normally makes it into the playoffs, but never takes home the trophy. It wasn't Black Friday is just where people buy big shit. Yeah, I mean, and most people just go. They don't even buy for Christmas stuff. And the thing is, is that most people just go to look to see what's there. People yeah. don't even really buy that shit anymore. And you you always hear the news that are like, oh, it's the busiest shopping day of the year. No, get your figures right. <laughs> because I because when you work retail, you know that the Saturday before Thanksgiving, which is going to or Christmas, which is going to be probably big this year since Christmas falls on a Monday. Yeah. So you have that. I used to think I used to think people were just fucking procrastinators. But sometimes that's when you get your check. Yeah. Like, you know, you exactly. just like, fuck. Yeah, you get it right before that. And then by that point, it's crunch time. But then you get those yeah. other, the procrastinators are the ones that come in on Christmas Eve going, yo, you got anything left in that $10 off aisle? Right. Oh, fuck, that thing's been gone since November. What are you and talking motherfucker, about? Motherfucker, <laughs> we got some toothpaste on aisle six. <laughs> Go hit the A and PM down the street. You got better right there. <laughs> get him a fucking Pepsi. Jesus. <laughs> You know what? They got a six pack over there for like two ninety nine. You might be able you know to get that up. You know what's funny though? It's not even like that anymore. Like now you go, you can go like a, a day or two before Christmas, and there will be stuff there. Oh yeah. You might not get the stuff that you wanted, but there'll be stuff. <laughs> or they <there>. want. <laughs> right. It's like listen. It's like why did you get me Barbie's Funhouse? I'm I'm boy and I'm fifteen. It's like look, <laughs> right. that's what was there. <laughs> Yo, but I kept the receipt so you can go ahead and exchange it for, you know, the fun house because I, I see things in you and, and you, you'll you be thanking me when you're right. like in two years. <laughs> and, and and then a lot of the, the uh, Christmas Eve shoppers is gift card season, baby. Oh. You know, they're picking up them gift cards. Oh, yeah. Now, even the lazier ones are the ones that are sit there on Amazon going, OK, I get you know gift card for this person, email address there, uh, this person in there. Oh, Christmas shopping done. Right. <laughs> But it wasn't until the early 1980s when the concept of Black Friday was re uh, used regarding businesses going into the black during the holiday season. In recent years, Black Friday has been losing its luster for bargain hunters as many retailers start the deals a week before Thanksgiving and run them through Christmas Eve. The recent acts of opening early on Thanksgiving Day has gotten into a bit of controversy. Some retailers demand that staff are required to work under the threat of termination and abnormally long shifts, safety issues due to insufficient staff for crowd management, since physical assault cases have been on the rise since 2008, not to mention insufficient deals to meet the demand and concerns of rising prices over to uh, concerns of raising prices to lower them to normally sold prices. According to the National Retail Federation data, 99 million people said they shopped in stores on Thanksgiving weekend in 2016, a drop of 3 million from the year before. The number of people hustled to the stores for deals is only getting is only going to fall further this year. Meanwhile, 108 million people shopped online on Thanksgiving weekend in 2016, a 5 million increase 
from uh, from the year before. Now, what the hell happened here? Oh, there it is. Uh, in the last in the last year, some retailers are seeing that opening extra early is not working to their benefit. Many retailers that open on Thanksgiving Day must pay their employees holiday pay, meaning they are essentially paying two times as much for every single employee that works that day. You're Hard, damn right. Hardly seems <laughs> har hardly seems financially feasible to do when your goal is to make a profit. You know, retailers like Best Buy and Target are opening up at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day to close at midnight then open again at 6 a.m. on Black Friday. Target Chief Store Officer Jana Potts said in a statement that the strategy give, would give employees, quote, a chance to recharge and prepare our stores before we open on Friday. Bullshit, Jana. Target just realized that, opening, that staying open for six hours when most people went home isn't profitable as they hoped. Having worked retail and, for those, uh, and those hours myself, if you work retail, I feel sorry for you. However, if you know someone that goes out to the mall on the holiday, they're what's wrong with the world. Mm -hmm. If no one went, right. it wouldn't be a thing. Right. Everyone loves to complain about it, but you all are out there. The biggest, the biggest pieces of shit are the people that go there on Thanksgiving and they're like going, oh, yeah, it sucks that you have to open. It's like, motherfucker, if you stayed home, I would be home. Right, they're the one. and you want it, and Black Friday is that day you want to say it too. Yeah, if you could go to fuck home, I wouldn't have to be here. <laughs> oh, the, especially the, the ones that the stores open on Thanksgiving Day. My brother has to work Thanksgiving Day. I've worked three Black Fridays at major uh, department stores. I worked um, two at Walmart. No, I worked one at Walmart, one at Target, and one at um, Best Buy. God, I want to cry just by hearing that. And Walmart is a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I think they've cleaned it up now, but back then everyone was just crowding and banging on the door and then 12 o'clock hit and the doors open and they bum rushed the fucking store. Yeah. I saw someone get punched in the face for a blender. Oh yeah. You see that shit online now, you know, where, you know, the people are the riots that break out or people that like start hitting each other to grab that, you know, $5 off um you know widescreen tv you know it's like you know what the fuck is wrong with you people target was the same way although they had sort of lines that people kept leaving and then best buy was the best one where everyone is forced into a line and there's security and then you just sit at the cash register. i thought also um i thought i think it was in recent years like best buy was actually giving out wristbands yeah they get you you have you get um, vouchers for your stuff in the line before the door even opens. And then you just hold on to the voucher. And mm -hmm. then you want, once you, and the line goes to each station. And once you, let's say you have a voucher for a 50 inch. Once you get to that station, you hand the voucher to the employee, he hands you the 50 inch. It's, it's really clean and organized. And it has to be that way because Best Buy is an electronic store. It's fucking expensive. A lot of expensive shit in there. They had we would, actual we would bum police rush and, in We would bum rush and take everything out of there. Right. They, took, they, had, they even took the fixtures. Motherfucker, these animals. Well, not, not only that, you have to think about it this way, too, because Walmart would, would block off electronic. Yeah. You weren't allowed to go in there. You had to, you had like to just ask Navy, for uh, Was it Navy, uh, SEAL Team 6, like standing right. in front of electronics and shit? And if people were bum rushing Best Buy, it's not the theft; it's the damage. Like things, oh, yeah. people would be banging, like breaking TVs, and trying to rip shit off the wall, and just being dumb. Like Black Friday for me 
if you're if you're the type of person and i do this where you, where you really look at the big picture when you're out it's the worst of humanity yeah in black friday like you, it's just i've seen i've seen shit i don't want i don't want to see like mm-hmm. i saw this lady brought this 6 year old kid to black friday with her it's her kid and as soon as the the rush happened we found the kid just crying in the corner. And then um, my manager picked up the child and took her to a safe place because people are run- were knocking her over and, and practically running over. Her. He picks her up and he, he he's a big dude. So he's holding her and he's kind of clear the fucking way, you know, kind of attitude. And then um, the mother comes comes up an hour later and she goes, oh, thanks. I just had to get my things. I'm like, <laughs> wow, for real? And no one was nice to her. Because yeah. that's the one good thing about Black Friday. Everybody is so busy that you can kind of slide in some fucking remarks. Yeah. And no one will notice. Like, oh, yeah, whatever. And then they'll walk away. I was working the cash register at Best Buy because I was Geek Squad. So that became registers. And this dude comes up and his card doesn't work at all. It keeps declining. And invest- and we had a rule. If it declines three times, you're you're out. Like, we don't have time. Right. To sit there and call the bank for you. You know, you need to figure it out. So his kind of declines. He's like, this is bullshit. This is ridiculous. This, And he said it a few times. I said, you know what? I agree with you. This is ridiculous because you're wasting my time. You either don't have any money or there's something wrong with your account. So please exit the store. <laughs> and he just grabbed his card like a fucking little bitch and walked away. I'm like, the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry your shit don't work. Bring cash, motherfucker. Right. You know, cash is what makes the world go round. That's right. But um, and there's some people there that are just trying to buy their shit. But it's oh, man, it's just ugly. Yeah. And I'm so happy I'm not in retail anymore just for Black Friday. Yeah, I know. Like, ugh. It's one of those things like, you know, where, you know, I'm currently not working and you were mentioning, well, like, you know, Target. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that again. It's After like, Black Friday. It's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like retail is what retail is not a difficult job and it can be fun. But. Black Friday ain't fun. No. I mean, I've done, I've done, I've done numerous Black Fridays and, uh, and uh, a lot of them I mentally blocked. Uh, but, uh, I've been to counseling. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I still have this nervous twitch when I get kind of bum rushed by people. Um, (laughs) but I've done where I've had to be there at, you know, midnight Thanksgiving, Black Friday you know, or 4 a.m. to open the store, you know, to, to be there with that. And, you know, if and the, the real trick is, is if you're not running a sale, people don't go there. You know, I like we would be there and we would have little little shit like I worked in, you know, especially to other like, what do you have on sale? Well, we have this down the other. Oh, OK, so nothing big. OK, and they leave. But the bigger question, the bigger thing that I was getting from people that went to that stuff that that knew me or us, you know, somebody that was there. We're like, going, yeah, you know, the these shops, you go to the, some of these, not like the major retail chains, but big enough retail chains that, you know, that you see in like every mall or every place or something like that. You would go there and they're like, yeah, you know, this thing was 20% off. And they went back and they saw it was 20% off, but it was the price, the like it was 20% off this price, which was the lower price. Then they got rid of that lower price, brought it back to its regular, and still had it at 20% off. Yeah. And it's like going, yeah, you're not saving anything. The only thing you really save on is electronics. But even electronics, you got to know where you're going. 
And the thing is, is that there's no reason for physical altercations. In, no. in, in actuality, <laughs> there's no reason to even be going to these places Black Friday. Cyber Monday, though. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that you're not even saving money now because, you know, the, the deals that you would get, you know, on Black Friday, they're not going to they're not going to be there because then they're going to have other deals that go straight on through Christmas Eve because yep. they, they need to bring in people. Because most people generally be like, because, you know, most retail management have no idea how fucking, you know, Black Friday works. Because usually you get Black Friday, which is going to be your busy weekend. And then there's nothing for the next couple of weeks until the week before Christmas. Because that's when suddenly people are like, oh, shit, Christmas is next week. Fuck, I got to go buy some shit. And then, yeah, because after Black Friday, there's this lull in between the two. This is the real issue is the two of the biggest holidays of the year are right next to each other. Yeah. So you you have and Black Friday ruined fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah. So you people do the Black Friday thing and then they don't want to shop. Yeah. And, and they and they don't for at least a solid week or two until Christmas and then all of a sudden they're shopped. Well because like, be, because after that you got you got to get the Christmas tree, you got to get the Christmas decorations. Right, they're up. shopping for specific things. Yeah. Food, you know, I know, um, you know where the best deals are during, um, during, uh, the week of Thanksgiving and, um, close to Christmas is at the grocery store, motherfucker, because we trying to make some food. Yeah. Like they, they have the best deals. I was going to tell you, you know, when the best deals are the day after Christmas, <laughs> right? That's the real dip- right. shit. But, um, I don't, I understand why Black Friday exists, but I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, just I, think I, it, I understand it. The problem is, is that Black Friday in and of itself is not a bad thing. It's the people. And the problem right. is, is that when the people go like, oh, well, you should be open Thanksgiving Day. So then I can get in there and get it's like it's like, no. You don't need to. It's like, you know, there are only five holidays that, you know, five, you know, national holidays that that's there, maybe even less now, you know, but it's like, why do you got to take that away? Because they could easily have. This day be on any weekend. Yeah. Any weekend. And and they would get the same amount of money. It doesn't have to be the Friday after Thanksgiving. Most a lot of people don't have that day off. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's just a pain in the ass. And then in my house anyway, once um once they started opening during Thanksgiving, I stopped giving a fuck. And my wife barely cares. Like she'll look through the ads, and if there's something she absolutely wants, she might go out. But other than that, she don't fucking care. If there's anymore. something that I absolutely want, I'll see if it's available online. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. As you work retail, you just start to hate people because this is the kind of this is the time of year that brings out the worst in people. And then there's it's ironic too that the holiday where we're supposed to be thankful for what we have, and then the day after that is when we rush to get things we don't need. Yeah. It's just so stupid. And it's never anything that you need that's on sale. Oh, it's all bullshit. Yeah. It's all dumb fucking vanity bullshit. Yeah, it's big TVs. And- Which we all buy. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's fine if you want it. But, like, people act like they're out getting the last fucking bottle of water on Earth. You <laughs> and know? It's like going, yeah, you know, you want to you get a good deal on the Black Friday. And I'm like, no, it's not a good deal because it's a good deal on that one TV. The one TV that they're trying to get rid of. It's you're never going to find that 70 inch UHD curved TV that's like top of the line. You're never going to find that on sale. 
No. You just, it's like going, no, I'm not going to waste my fucking night, go over there just to get some TV that I could get at that same price probably a week later. I actually went to, uh, this was totally by accident, but I went to buy some thermal paste at Fry's Electronics, the one the one in uh, in LA, it went down the street, uh-huh. and it was on Black Friday, but it was like at noon, and I'm just dumb. I completely forgot, you know what I mean, and um. I had a stand in this. Lo- I needed thermal paste. I was in the middle of a fucking build. Like I didn't, I needed it. <laughs> and I'm standing in this long ass fucking line. And, um, fries electronics like that, that place blows up yeah. for, for black Friday. And I asked this, this clerk and it was like halfway through the line. I go, Hey, um, do you guys have like water that I can buy? Can you bring it to me so I can mm-hmm. buy it? Cause I can't get a line. And he goes, you want what? And I said, water, like a bottle of water. And he goes, why would you ask me for water? It's Black Friday. And I go, because I need it to live. <laughs> like, are you, f-? and it kind of gave me a perspective that no one has their fucking priorities straight mm-hmm. on Black Friday. Like, I know, okay, fine, you're not going to die if you don't have water. But it just, it, the, the comparison was funny to me. If I would have <laughs> asked him for a TV, he would have been like, oh, yeah. But I asked him for water. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck do you need that for? Know. You know? <laughs> I'm like, I need it to fucking lubricate my internal systems, man. <laughs> you know, I need water like you're going to need your nuts because I'm about to grab them and rip them right off you. It helps lubricate my biofunction. That's what I should <laughs> right, I, I should pull the date on them, dude. Uh, all right. Well, I think we've kind of lambasted uh, Black Friday. Right. <laughs> And I will I will leave with this. If you if you have family coming and it's Thanksgiving, like if you're single and you don't have anywhere to go, fine. If you have family coming or you're going to somewhere, focus on that. Yeah. Focus on what's actually important and then go get dumb shit the next day. <laughs> like just just don't Cyber Monday. Actually all this week there should be deals popping up. Yeah. On um Amazon's had half off on a lot of shit all month. Yeah. Like I was actually pissed because my budget a little tight because of the holidays, but like all the Logitech shit was half off. A bunch of monitors were half off. I was like, what the fuck? It you always know? happens when you don't have Ugh. enough money. Oh, like all of these which... fucking deals are going on and people don't even know because yeah. they're just like Black Friday, Black Friday. Speaking of which, it, uh, it, I'm sure most of you, maybe some of you don't know, uh, Xbox's Game Pass uh, they're running a deal right now. I think it runs out ooh, this week. I think the end of the week, probably the end of the uh, the holiday weekend. Um, first month, one dollar, and it's still one of those. You know, it, you can get the two, it, normally they have the fourteen day, you know, tr- free trial, or you can pay a buck and get a whole month for a buck, and then of course it at the second month, you know, nine ninety nine, but. You can also cancel before that so you can get the month to see if you like it or not. But I thought, you know, a buck for a month is a better deal than 14 days. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know. Um, so I signed up for it, and it's it's on your – it. you can go to the, the Microsoft Store or the um, App Store and go ahead and, and grab that. It gives you the option of choosing. It'll default to the $1 a month. But if you guys are looking about thinking about that, that might be a good thing to do. Get a month and then – uh then decide later if you want to keep it or not. It's dope. I had it. I had it for a month, um, a while back, and it's cool. You just have access to a bunch of games, so you can download them and and play them. It's yeah. a pretty simple thing, but it's it's 
it's, I, a, it's um, an uptick from the Sony one, which you have to stream in order to play. Right. So. I think I, I, I stopped it just because I don't have much time. Yeah. And my kids have enough games. I figure so. I got a little time right now, so I might as well, you know, right. play some of that shit. All the, I say I haven't had much time, and I played City Skylines like all weekend. <laughs> but that's different. Right. Because that's not a game. It's a simulation. Because that's priority. It's a simulation. <laughs> that's <priorities>. right. <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and jump into our what the actual fuck. Mine comes from the Huffington Post. Um, I just I, I titled this $7.5 million watermelon. Mm. Uh, now Alabama jury has decided that an, the Army veteran who broke his hip while picking out a water, watermelon at Walmart should receive $7.5 million. Retired Sergeant Henry Walker was 59 in June 2015 when he went shopping at a Walmart in Phoenix. I thought it was Phoenix misspelled, but it's Phoenix, Alabama. The ledger included. They probably were trying to spell Phoenix if it was Alabama. <laughs> they tried to hope that spell check would catch it, you know? Right. <laughs> the ledger inquiry reports as Walker reached for the watermelon, his foot got stuck on the side of a wooden pallet under the display and led him to fall and shatter his hip, according to court documents described by the Washington Post. Walker's attorney, Sean O'Hara, said that the injury permanently changed his client's life. He used to play basketball three days a week and now must use a walker to get around. Walker sued Walmart for negligence and wantonness, arguing that the store kept um, had no kept, oh, had not kept its premise reasonably safe. Jurors were shown security footage from the same store that showed that showed several other customers who caught their feet on the pallet, according to the al.com the past wednesday the jury awarded walker 2.5 million in compensatory damages and 5 million in punitive damages walmart called those amounts excessive in light of the facts and said that the plans to appeal the decision uh, um <laughs> <laughs> why does this whole story sound like somebody's making a really inappropriate racist joke <laughs> If you really come on, think about it—watermelon, <laughs> right. basketball—it's all there, right? I mean, I feel like somebody's just being a dick. Right. Alabama, we can add that in too, right? <laughs> you know, but you know, I mean, uh, I get it, but you know, seven point five million for a watermelon—well, it it changes life. <laughs> this is how lawsuits are now. They sue for an incredible amount of money, and then they usually get worked down. It's kind of like they're haggling. Right, because <laughs> they'll still they'll uh, ask for this I'm crazy. I'm gonna ask for eighty two gajillion bazillion right. dollars, but I'll settle for twenty bucks and a breath mint. <laughs> I'm gonna ask for a small island off the coast of France. <laughs> like fuck, you know that island that that dude from Virgin, you know, has. You know, I want that island. It's like, hey, you know that island? It's a little bit off of the coast of Italy. Do you mean Sicily? <laughs> yeah, I want that. <laughs> Jesus, you know I want um, that island that uh, Mr. Rourke and that little that little guy have. You mean Fantasy Island? Yeah, I want that. Island. You know that's fictional, right? It don't matter. You're gonna make it happen. <laughs> You're gonna make it happen because they always come. The lawyers will come with this giant amount, and then the company will just settle for like half that. Like they'll go, "I'll give you half right now if we if we don't play fucking games." I'll give you five bucks and I'll kick your ass out of here. <laughs> right. I, see, if I owned a business, I'd be that dick, too. Like yeah. They'd be like, I'm suing. You're suing for what? For you being a dumbass? I'm going to sue you for wasting my fucking time. 
I would fight everything in court <laughs> and lose a lot of money. Right. Um, so this one, this one's actually been making the rounds. A lot of people probably know one. about this. This is so stupid. Um, a Navy crew that made giant sky drawings of penises while flying over Oklahoma County, Washington. Perfect. Will be held, to do it. Right. Will be held accountable for their obs- obscene actions. Navy office officials said the drawings appeared Thursday evening, quick, quickly attracting attention from locals like Raymond Duran. Duran told the Spokesman Review newspaper he was running errands when he saw a jet start to make designs in the sky with contrails. After, you know, conspiracy oh, theorists were like going, "Oh shit, it's those chemtrails." Yeah, and they're making them in the shape of dicks because they're trying to fuck with your mind, bruh. <laughs> they're telling what they're trying to do to you. They're trying to fuck you. <laughs> they're so in league a, with the aliens. <laughs> it's the Legion of Doom. Oh, never mind. Um, after it made the circle at the bottom, I knew <laughs> that it it what it was and started laughing, Duran said. It was pretty funny to see that. You don't expect to see something. And the pictures, if you follow the link, it, it's spot on a dick. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, you, you yeah. know exactly what it is. Other people weren't as excited. Uh, one mother. Was this a fucking woman come in and ruin the fun? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, let's be honest. Told local station KREM uh, she was upset the drawings might force her to have a conversation about male anatomy she wasn't prepared for. <laughs> the jet responsible for the contrail took off from the naval air station uh would be island navy officials apologized for the obscene sky drawing in a statement hey Ron. it took off from that island you know below italy <laughs> you mean sicily again yeah man hey by the way where's my deed at though you know <laughs> don't think i forgot um so the navy said um the navy are you you're con- there's too much going on now oh you sent me something um the Navy holds its air crew to the highest standards, and we find this absolutely unacceptable. A zero training value of zero training value, and we are holding the crew accountable. On Friday, Navy officials said the air air crew has been grounded pending thorough investigation. <laughs> and um, I don't know who this dude is, but he says Chad Peg Pegram. He must be a Navy dude. Navy said, "Oh no, nah, I don't fucking care. I'm not going to read his shit." Meanwhile, the Feder- the Federal Aviation Administration, the United the Federation station- of Planets, <laughs> the United Federation <laughs> of Planets, told the station there's nothing they can do unless there's a safety risk. Adding that the agency cannot police morality. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mother Nature seems to have a saucy side of humor as well, based on the based on the calorie of cloud penises below. Um, <laughs> this is <laughs> look. I think the what the fuck is that it happened. The only asshole in this is that fucking mother. I hate when parents go, I wasn't prepared to have this conversation with my children. Well, guess what, sweetheart? On the planet Earth, we have to do things we're not prepared for. Okay? They don't, your kid's not in a bar. I I explained what a dick does to my kids a long time ago. They understand it. They understand they're fully functional. Yeah. Yeah. You explain to your kids what a dick does. And he goes, yeah, it goes to work 40 hours a week. Yeah. (laughs) And bitches about shit. (laughs) I got to catch the bus. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck. Um, (laughs) But it, it, that's the only asshole in this. The the Navy dude, it's the military. It's a real bros fucking club. Let's be honest, dude. You know, people just being jerk off. And they will get in trouble. Yeah, I know that because I I have a 
a guy at my work that he used to be an officer in the Navy, an older dude, and he's told me stories. They don't fucking play, dude. No. Like, they will, you'll get caught up on charges real fucking quick because it's a whole, like, reputation thing. You know, like, people are going to say, North Korea is threatening us, and you're out here fucking drawing dicks. (laughs) You know, stuff like that. (laughs) So, I think it's funny, to be honest. And also, kudos to the skill. Because yeah, that, that, that is that a perfect work. drawing. That's a perfect drawing. Of <laughs> yeah, that that requires that requires a bit of work. It's a nice clean figure eight. Nice and a nice, cut. <laughs> nice elongated uh, U-turn there, yeah. and I'm I'm impressed. Yeah, I, I would love to know what kind of aircraft he was using. <laughs> Someone had should have done one that's uncircumcised. <laughs> and then you know it's weird, and they won't they won't report this on the quote unquote real news site. <laughs> oh shit. But underneath, directly underneath this dick, in the shape of a dick, is a radius of people that have um, lupus now. <laughs> Just saying, chemtrails, bro. Okay, stay woke. Wow. Do you, do, you, do you hear that, people? Do you hear that sound, people? That's the sound of the alarm going off. Time to wake up, America. And by the way, let me let me say one thing. Fucking Steve over here. I'm reading an article. He's sending me pictures from Instagram. Motherfucker, pay attention. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I can do more than one thing. <laughs> Not much more, but I can do one. <laughs> the dog looking like, and I would do that shit again. Man, claim dog shot his girlfriend. <laughs> what the I thought fuck? that, was that too dog good. does. That dog is mean mugging, dude. <laughs> I know. I saw that. I was like, I gotta send that one because that just looked too funny. Dog's like going. That's right. I shoot that bitch again. <laughs> When bitches act out of pocket, uh, I put them right back in. All see, right. See, I don't met bitches. Nah, bitch, act, don't act right. I show what's up. <laughs> I'm from the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that that is it for our episode. Please rate and review the show on iTunes or anywhere else you could rate and review. Um, if you want to catch any of our back catalog, you can definitely catch it on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio. And Google Play Music, as well as our website, thelazygeeks.com. If you want to suggest stories for the show, you can share them on our Facebook and Google Plus pages. Uh, other social media outlets, we're on Twitter, Instagram, both under the same name, The Lazy Geeks, all one word. Uh, any feedback you want to give us that we want to read, by the way, yeah. um, go to thelazygeeks.com or send it to our email at thelazygeeksnetwork at gmail.com. And you can find me on the internet. On Twitter hey. at a middle age geek, Instagram middle age underscore geek. You can also check out my other podcast every Wednesday, the Extended Play Movie Podcast. This week's movie, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. We're continuing your favorite Indiana <laughs> Jones. <laughs> um, yeah, like the first half actually is an Indiana Jones Jones movie. It's the second and half. And then it gets then, weird. <laughs> then it gets like, what the fuck just happened? And then it's like aliens fucking ass raped Indiana Jones. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? Because it was, it was funny because we're continuing our story, our um, series on was it really that bad? And like Patrick and I were watching it and we're like going, okay, maybe it's, I mean, the, you know, nuke the fridge thing, you know, that, that was kind of, that was kind of lame. But it was like, okay, this isn't so bad. Maybe I was I was really wrong. Oh no, no, no. I, I, I was wrong. I was right. You know, it's still shitty. Like it just it's the second half of the movie that just completely goes off the rails. 
Uh, and you can grab that on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. Follow my Facebook page, facebook.com slash the middle age geeks. And you can check out the middle age geek, actually. And you can check out my other musings at the middle age geek.com. And I am on Twitter at SapienTLG. And be sure to tune in on Friday for our away team episode, Manhunt. And basically, someone's getting a little randy on that episode mm. this week. Um, and like we, and if you, we already had our, our win, the winter finale for Star Trek Discovery. However, if you haven't, if you've missed some of those or haven't even checked them out, go ahead and check them up on the, uh, on iTunes or even on the website. So we will just have two for you this week. So that is it for us this week. Uh, we will not be having a sh- uh, Sunday show or a Monday show for you guys um, next week because we are taking the holiday weekend off uh, because, you know, Thanksgiving and shit. Um, but we will be having a Lazy Geeks Rewind slated for Monday. So you will not be without content when you go back to work on Monday and we will have our Star Trek episode on thir- on Friday. So, you know, it comes out at midnight. So if you're in line waiting for them stores to open or in line, you know, being one of them assholes that goes out on, you know, Black Friday, you can listen to us and we can help with our soothing sounds. You know, bring it down a little bit. <laughs> Keep you off that ledge. Right. Just an extra day. And then next Friday. One day at a time. Right, right. And then next Friday, we will have a new episode of Just Another Podcast. So that is it for us uh, this week. We will see you back here two weeks. So until then, peace out. This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com.